It's the KGEZ Good Morning Show with Robin Mitchell and John Hendricks. And as we continue and kind of put a bow on this week, it's our focus on food insecurity here in the Flathead. From the Kalispell Heart Program, we have Mandy Gurth. Hi, Mandy. Hello. Thank you for the opportunity of being here. Good morning. Glad you're here. Uh, You probably see this food insecurity thing uh, in, in a lot more glowing terms than the rest of us. Yes, uh, we do. So um, for those not familiar with the Kalispell Heart Program, which most people know of the Kalispell Heart Locker as the most forward-facing piece of our program, Mm -hmm. um, we work directly with um, children, teenagers, and youth experiencing homelessness or housing insecurity in Kalispell and Evergreen Public Schools. These kids, uh, uh, kids can be cruel in class in situations like this. Yes, that's true. And a big part of what we do, and we feel very supported by both school districts, is breaking down the stigma around students experiencing homelessness and housing insecurity. Now, this is among the homeless kids or everybody else? Uh, That's a great question. So our emphasis at the HEART program is on housing insecure and homeless teens and youth, although the Kalispell Heart Locker is open to all families and children regardless of income or housing status. So talk with us a little bit about uh, um, the kids that you see. Uh, Kind of help us understand uh, what they're going through. Sure, thank you. Um, So in the last three years, as we all know, in the Flathead, um, we have seen a double in the cost of rent and nationwide a very quick, rapid, change in food prices. So for working poor and working class families, they exponentially are paying more and more of their income for housing and food. So Mm -hmm. if you are choosing between your increasing rent and food, you have to pay your rent. And so there's less money for food. And that's what we're seeing. So We have a wonderful central kitchen at Kalispell Public Schools who make wonderfully beautiful, nourishing lunches. And they work, we work really closely with them to ensure that all of our students are getting their free and reduced lunches. Um, Children who do qualify under the federal McKinney-Vento Act um, that uh, encourages and supports children experiencing homelessness and equal access to education, they automatically get free breakfast and lunch regardless of their income so so that takes care of breakfast and lunch how about dinner that's right what about dinner and what about is a school lunch enough for a 17 year old boy athlete right oh oh my gosh yeah so um for housing insecure students we have quite a few beautiful programs um i mentioned central kitchen we partner with them they make extra school lunches into single-serve frozen meals that we distribute um, that are microwavable at all three high schools. So for those of us, I am a parent of a 12, 14, and 16-year-old. You know, they're not like wild fans of school lunch. Students who are leaving Linderman, Flathead, and Glacier High School with a backpack full of frozen meals are hungry. Hmm. And we are very thankful that this is one of the programs that um, is supported through Kalispell Public Schools. And we have a freezer at each high school. 
Um, we also have a teen food pantry. We are very thankful for our partnership with um, Flathead Food Bank. They set aside uh, food for us that teenagers will eat. So um, it's my first year at the Collisbell Heart Program. We uh, I would, took some of our teens experiencing homelessness, living in cars, um, to the food bank with me to see what they could actually prepare. Um, they can't use, you know, uncooked spaghetti. So the food bank sets aside for us things that are specific to teenagers experiencing homelessness. And that pantry at the heart program is very utilized. We don't duplicate services at the heart program. So we do have a food bank, but not everything at the food bank is appropriate for teenagers who can't cook, experiencing homelessness. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So I've learned yeah, a lot. If you're homeless, it's mm -hmm. pretty hard to cook your meals. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh. So we've got, what do we have? Frozen meals, that sort of things that they can... Uh, just to eat? Frozen meals. Uh, they're big fans of the Just Add Water uh, mac and cheese. Just add what, like single serve mac and cheese, single serves of uh, cup of noodles, things like that. And mm -hmm. there are more and more nourishing options for all of those all the time. So those are the things we look for. And what they don't have at the Flathead Food Bank, we supplement with direct donations from the community to the heart funds. And examples of what we go through a lot of are um, like single serve packages of tuna, not cans of tuna, um, little boxes of milk, not a big box that would need to be refrigerated after opening it. Um, things that are pretty expensive, like single serve protein drinks. Um, we also try to keep electrolytes stocked and water bottles because those are all just things that are hard to access. Yeah, I hope that uh, the people that we're talking about here, homeless families, are living in a shelter somewhere where they have at least some access to, uh, you know, some of the basic things they need. They don't always have access to kitchens, but they've got access to at least a warm place to sleep. Yes, and we have such good shelters here. So we partner very closely with Samaritan House, the Warming Center, Sparrow's Nest, and all of the teen group homes. Um and you are correct, they get good nourishing meals there. And as a parent of teenagers, I also know my kids might not eat the warm meal. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we do keep lots of granola bars, fruit snacks, just it's cold outside and they are growing and they just need calories, like even candy, just I, I do have a nutrition background, so at first I was slightly horrified. And now it's like I just know that children who are growing get sick if they don't have enough calories in their body. So we also buy vitamins. <laughs> well, when, it get, <clears throat> when it gets cold, uh, then uh, that's just more pressure on the body. And uh, if you've got a, a, any kind of a virus running around, anything, boy, you're going to mm -hmm. get it. That is correct. And kids in school are... Uh, just a lot of viruses collect mm -hmm. there in these buildings. Mm -hmm. So we do get things that have uh, as much nourishment as possible, like carnation instant breakfast where you just add water to it and has vitamins in it, but it tastes like chocolate milk. So. <laughs> and that has all come through the beautiful collaboration we have with our clients 
of taking them shopping with us, listening to them. Um, and I've learned a lot about what uh, children and youth experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. can actually eat. Yeah. How did you come to this position? Uh, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, I have been working with at-risk youth off and on for over 15 years. And since 2020, I've worked at the Flathead Youth Home, the Center for Restorative Youth Justice, CRITE. And then I came into the case manager position at the HEART program last year. And when the director position opened up, I do have a background in small business, and I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity for me to sustain this program that the community loves and grow it to uh, anticipate the growing need of poverty in the flathead. And where do you get your money? Where do you get your funding for all this? I love this question. The <laughs> HEART program is very unique. My position is federally funded, federally funded mm-hmm. through Title IX money that's set aside for homeless children. My other full-time colleague, her position is fully funded through a federal Housing and Urban Development, that's HUD grant for the Youth Homeless Demonstration Project. So all of our salaries are covered by federal grants. Our building is generously provided by Calispa Public Schools. So when people write a check to the Heart Funds, 100% of those funds go back. They're from the community and a gift back to the community, helping our most marginalized, mm-hmm. most at-risk children. That's pretty fantastic that, uh, that any donation you receive is immediately put to good use. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're buying packs of tuna. <laughs> packs <Yeah>. of tuna. <laughs> Did the kids like that tuna? Yeah, actually. Um, and this is another thing. Now this is the kind of tuna I buy, too. One of our uh, homeless teenagers was like, oh, Mandy, stop buying the canned. Uh, please get this, like, sriracha-flavored tuna. <laughs> and it's really good. Is so. it really? Mm-hmm. Is it in a packet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a – actually, and this might sound odd, you know, but if you're a teenager who's bounced through foster and then landed in a group home – um, you, know, you don't know how to use the can opener. And we will work with the kids on all kinds of life skills. But my first couple of months, we did have two teenagers cut their hand on cans. Wow. So it's just like, there's so many barriers. Let's just buy things in a little plastic pack. <laughs> yeah, that's it. easy. Yeah, okay. I can't solve the world's problems, but mm-hmm. I can do that. Can you give us some kind of an idea of how many kids you are serving on a regular basis? Good question. So under um, the federal Title IX McKinney-Vento Act, there is a larger umbrella of the definition of children experiencing homelessness than under the HUD definition. So this sounds like a large number, and it is a large number, but these are not all families living in cars. Um, uh, we have 264 students identified in Kalispell Public Schools and approximately 50 in Evergreen um, and a reminder that there's only 600 students in Evergreen. Oh, my gosh. Yes. How many in Evergreen? 50. 50, wow. So it's almost, yeah, it's uh, very large. So that includes families living in a camper or fifth-wheel trailer. It also includes families who are living two families in one place, 
for economic reasons. And that might not sound like homelessness, but what we're seeing a lot of is people paying like $500 a month to rent out one room of a trailer. Um, and I have three teenagers and I just like, I know that we would get kicked out. You know, it's like yeah. if you're not on a lease, they're gonna, where are they eating? They're gonna make a mess. They're gonna be fighting and be loud. <laughs> and uh, so that protects our most vulnerable to have them identified. And they automatically get free breakfast and lunch at school. We keep a confidential spreadsheet. We invite them to the heart locker where they can get clothes, food, and school supplies. And for teenagers, we also have housewares and uh, toiletry items. So that can take a lot of the burden off financially. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, well, bless you for the work that you're doing. Yeah. And uh, uh, wow, I had no idea it was this big of a problem. Yes. Yeah. From the Kalispell Heart Program, Mandy Girth. Mandy, thank you so much. Thank you.